Your Brain on Weird is recorded in private homes, in a state where marijuana is recreationally legal. This show's content is intended for adult audiences only. This is Your Brain on Weird. Hello. I'm Jess. And I'm Sam. And this is a podcast about the paranormal and weird stuff and also weed. Yes. All of those yes. things. Before we get into our little story slash medication today, we wanted to <clears throat> take some time to thank our Patreon supporters. Um, we understand that, you know, there's a lot going on in the world right now. And a lot of people are dealing with financial hardships, especially in the U.S. Um, and we just really appreciate you guys because, you know, we're, we're also kind of struggling. We understand that everybody's struggling right now and it just means a lot to us. Um, so we're going to read the names of those people who are helping us out and being very selfless. Uh, and we appreciate the fuck out of you. We appreciate so thank you. the fuck out of you guys. Ready? Yeah, let's do it. Seth. Sarah. Morgan. Kindle. Jeff, Jenny, Lindsay and Matt, Chris, and Veronica. Thank you all so much for supporting us. We love you a lot. Yeah, it really like it really <laughs> means a lot. And we have some stuff planned for you guys. We're just I'm in the process of moving and there's a lot going on. So uh, once things balance out a little bit more, we're going to start sending you guys some fun stuff, I think. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Anyway, how are you doing? <laughs> Great. Nice. <laughs> um. uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to leave that one in. I might have to. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> Jesus Christ. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Good. Our little Reuben got her stitches out a couple days ago, and Ooh. now she gets to live her best life as the puppy she was born to be. Yeah. After nine months. She's so good, and we go for runs in the morning, and she's afraid of the water, so... Oh, no. We, like, brought her down to the little beach by the river, and she like went down on the beach and she was very confused by sand um, oh, and yeah. kept like scratching at it and like trying to eat it. It was pretty cute. <laughs> but then like the the water was like lapping at the shore and she was like, no, fuck that. Fuck that so hard. And we're like, we'll try again later. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But besides that, everything's been great. My plants are doing great. Sick. My garden tomatoes got decimated by the tropical storm last week though i saw so, that oh rip i made salsa though oh good i made well, green tomato salsa it was out of the remnants very good, good. It's very good <laughs> and nice uh, okay yeah Earth. that's all i've been up to how are you doing i'm good <laughs> uh we're like super busy and super stressed because like we're in the process of packing up all of our stuff and it's just a lot. I mean, we've been living here for three years and we've just accumulated so much junk because we have a big, big house. 
<laughs> yes. And now we're downsizing, so we have to get rid of all of it. And our landlord is coming to inspect the place, so we're trying to like clean it all up. And it's a lot, but I'm also really excited because we're getting rid of a lot of shit that we don't fucking need and finding stuff that we forgot we had. Yay! So it's going, it's going good. It's a lot of, it's a lot of work, but it will, it will be very, very nice in the end. Will be very nice. So yeah. Good, yay! Have you, have you drank any water? I did. So I did go for a walk slash run with Ruby this morning. It was only like a mile, but, um, because she's not really great at running yet because she's got little weak leggies. Yeah. I like chugged most of my bottle (laughs) and then I gave what was left to my plants. Oh, nice. So, nice. Well, <laughs> like almost a full bottle, I would say. Okay. All right. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing better. You're doing better than I am. Uh, I've been sipping this bottle of San Pellegrino Ooh, all morning. Yes. <laughs> spicy water. Oh, spicy that's water. that's why you were saying spicy water earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, brain. A little slow on the upkeep, huh? We also call it loud water. <laughs> it's so loud. God, I hate, I hate sparkling water. I know you do. I love it. So. I Although I, I haven't been drinking that much sparkling water because I've been trying to force myself to drink regular water. Um, but I like got a thing of sparkling water while I was out grocery shopping yesterday because it was like, it was 93 degrees out and like fucking... <laughs> really hot so while i was grocery shopping i just like grabbed a bottle of like cold sparkling water and the moment i got out to my car i opened it and started drinking it and i was just like in pain like the back of my throat was just like like, oh god (laughs) (laughs) yeah so this is like literally all i've drank is how much is it a quart Eh, i guess that's not that bad but still well good job i'm proud of you any water (sighs) is better than no water that's true i i really used to drink zero water yeah yeah, me too. <laughs> Zero water. No wonder I used to have a headache all the time. Oh all my god, time. seriously. I'm like thinking back on like how shitty I used to feel every single day. And I'm like, oh, like that was during the period of time that I was just constantly anti-water when I was a housekeeper in a hotel and like cleaning 30 rooms a day and running on like a bottle of super sugary lemonade and a monster. Yep. And during that time period, we were also drinking a lot of alcohol. Oh, I was drink. Oh my god, so I was we going home and like not only dehydrated oof. because we weren't getting the base amount of water, we were also additionally dehydrating ourselves with the amount of alcohol we yep. were consuming. Yep. That period of time when I was yes. living in North Conway, New Hampshire, by myself, I drank so much alcohol it was like i get i would get home and just like i'd have one of the big things a red bull and like a bottle of belvedere because i was getting paid way too much so i was buying the super fucking expensive vodka (laughs) and i would just have like vodka red bulls with my belvedere in the like kitchen by myself Uh, all night shit It was a good time. It was a good time. <laughs> Definitely wasn't good that I was working 70 hours a week and getting drunk every single night. But, you know, it was fun. <laughs> you know what? Like, <laughs> at least three of those nights were with me, though. Because That's I was true. Because I you, like, every single weekend. <laughs> That's true. The one time that we, uh, we drank rum and Sprite and then tried to make ravioli. Or not tried. I mean, we did do it. 
but it took a while. I don't remember that. I don't remember <laughs> trying to make ravioli ever. I do remember but making creme brulee. I'm pretty sure we did both on the same night. That checks out. <laughs> You're like, I don't remember that. I don't remember that, though, but I believe you. I have pictures. I have pictures. <laughs> I'll have to find them. I definitely have, oh my god, I definitely have a video of you, like, standing in front of the, like, uh, in front of the stove, like, cooking. Yeah. I definitely have a video of that. Okay, yep. <laughs> All right. Oh, wait. <laughs> it Was checks. it, like, do we make, like, butternut squash yes. ravioli or something? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think that was the same thing we watched American Ultra, too. Yes. <laughs> oh, my Good God. Good times. <laughs> Dude, Sprite and Bacardi and way too many dabs and creme brulee and then we watched that movie and it changed my fucking life dude seriously yep <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus. well well <sighs> nowadays i had one beer at my friend's house the other day and was like nick can you drive home <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man <sighs> anyway good shit good shit good shit <sighs> now i just smoke way too much weed correct <clears throat> But at least it's not going to shut down my liver. Or my kidneys. Correct. I also don't want to punch people as badly. So that helps. Also, also correct. Oof. Okay. Are you ready? <sighs> have we bantered enough? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I think I have a guess on what you're going to do, but... uh, I think, yeah, you probably know. So we asked our patrons to pick what the next topic was going to be, and they chose cults. So, I am going to tell you the story today about the Final Fantasy VII house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is... I have I don't know anything about this, and Jeff has been talking. Jeff has been like, has, has Sam told you about that yet? No. I'm excited. So, Jeff, thank you for the suggestion. Yeah. Um, it's been on our list literally since the beginning, and I was like, okay, it's time. It's time. So, I started diving into it, and it was like kind of fucked up and then like i found the main like whistleblower for this cult like he did a whole expose on like a just like his own website mm -hmm. trying to like expose these people and he put like his journal entries on there and like other people came forward with their stories and it's just like really fucked up okay all right like, really fucked up i so, can't say i'm shocked because typically it is yes yeah that's what happens when you uh have a cult yeah you know? it typically fucks people up correct so i'm going to hit my bong and then i am going to open up um and tell you why this is a cult okay <laughs> you know what I'm going to go get another San Pellegrino because I just finished that one. You do you, boo. I will. Oh, refreshing. That's good. Dude, I like walked, I walked out into the living room and it like smelled like something was burning. So I spent like a second just like running around panicking. I don't know what that was. Phantom smells. Love it. Okay. So the final fantasy house. Um, so the main character in our story... He goes by Webmaster. That's his, like, username. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Webmaster. Webmaster. Um, you'll also hear me refer to him as Zach. Okay. But it's important to know that 
that is not actually his name. And he doesn't actually give his name because um, I assume for probably for safety reasons, issues and stuff. Yeah. Um, then the other people, Jen is the cult leader and then her wife, Renee, and there's other side people. But, but those are basically like the three people we need to know okay. about. So Webmaster issued a public warning about Hojo.org in 2006 and basically was exposing them as a cult. And so Jen, the leader of the cult, not only believed she was a fairy queen, but she was the last sorceress, but also an alien magic user from the stars and an angel and the reincarnation of Genova, who is a Final Fantasy VII character. What? So. There are a few things wrong with that, but okay, go on. (laughs) Yes, just... It's, it's, okay, this is going to be, it's like a lot of information and it's a lot of like names because she referred to herself as so many different people. Okay. Um, I'm awful at names, so I'm going to write these down now before I forget. Okay. So Jen or Genova, that was like the main thing she called herself and Genova was an alien entity that crash landed on the planet where Final Fantasy VII takes place in an attempt to consume that world's energy and destroy it. So Genova is the main villain in this story. So just something to keep in mind. Okay. She would recruit people through online forums. And this was in, okay, this was in um, as early as 1999. Whoa. And they went off the map around 2005 and no one really knows what happened to them after that but final fantasy 7 came out in 97 and um renee was her wife and Mm -hmm. most commonly went by hojo who was the mad scientist in final fantasy 7 that was trying to harness genova's power to destroy the world okay wait so (laughs) So her wife is trying to, okay, (laughs) you're trying to, like, harness your own wife's power? Is that what's happening now? Okay, so the care, so in the game, Hojo is the scientist who finds this alien entity, Genova. Yeah. And puts her in a cage, or like a test tube, basically, and is, like, running experiments trying to figure out how to harness her power. Okay. Interesting. All right. So, in real life, those two people are married. Yeah. <laughs> and they just call each other Hojo and Genova. That sounds toxic, but okay. Right? We're already we're already starting off on the right Yeah, this fight. already sounds pretty awful. <laughs> so, um, Webmaster refers to Renee or Hojo as um, Jen's head priest. Oh. So... Renee was the one who decided she would want you based on your very rare, unique abilities. You know, no one else can see how special you are. They specifically targeted early forums that, you know, were marginalized even back then. Um, They trolled a lot of video game forums, obviously, um, furry forums, um, things like that. You know, going after vulnerable, marginalized people and trying to make them feel like they had a place with her. But 
They could not talk to their family or friends. They had to give up all their money. They were brainwashed, controlled, and they worked for the cult. They renounced their own beliefs and accepted Jens as the word of God, basically. Yeah. And this group ended up directly affecting about 20 people, but they had contact with, like, hundreds of people online. Um, So it is a small cult, and it's not like what we normally hear about, but it definitely is a cult. Yeah, that's still a decent amount of people. Yes. Yeah. So, now we'll get into the story. Hooray, question mark. So, Webmaster was involved with Jen and Hojo in... 2001 to 2002. Okay. So Webmaster ran a popular Final Fantasy site devoted to Cloud and Zack. Oh. Um, Cloud is the main character in the game, and Zack is a very, very minor character in the game. He has like four or five lines. He shows up on screen like a couple times, but he was like a weird fan favorite. Okay. <laughs> so... Webmaster was the only website at the time devoted to Cloud and Zack. Okay. Because Zack was such a minor character, basically. I recognize characters, but I only played through this game like once, so I don't really remember. I need to... There we go. Full disclosure, I have a picture of Cloud on my wall. I was going to say, I I love Cloud, but... (laughs) Zack Fair? I don't know what his last name is. He has a huge fucking sword. Yes, holding that the like Buster Sword. Yes, that's him. Wow. Okay. He's just, you know, he's just a guy. He's basically Cloud's best friend. He looks emo. He is, but so is Cloud. Yes, true. So is everyone in that game. I was gonna say pretty much everyone. <laughs> that's what happens when you decide that you need to become an eco terrorist. You know, relatable. Um, <laughs> okay, so um, Webmaster ran this this site. And he was a freshman in college with a severe drinking problem because it's college mm-hmm. and, you know, freedom from your parents for the first time. They didn't yes. get along with their mother. Um, their their parents were divorced. They were born as a female and were going through their, like, transition in early college, which contributed to... His vulnerability, his unsurety, and, like, he felt like an outsider and also contributed to his drinking problem. Mm -hmm. So Hojo reached out to Webmaster on AIM. (gasps) Vintage! Vintage! Ding! And the two talked about Final Fantasy VII because Hojo ran a similar site for his character, Hojo, Mm-hmm. And, like, started calling Webmaster, like, Zach, like, immediately. He was like, hey, like, I'm just going to start calling you Zach because, because. Okay. Right? Sure. And, you know, Webmaster was like, okay, sure. Like, call me Zach. I don't really care. This is like a fun early 2000s role-playing thing, obviously, right? Yeah, we're just (laughs) LARPing. Don't worry about it. exactly, exactly. So Hojo says, okay. My wife really wants to talk to you, so I'm going to give her your username and, like, you should talk to her because she really wants to talk to you. Hojo's wife is Jen. Mm -hmm. So Jen and Webmaster start talking, and she starts, like, starts off slow presenting her beliefs about magic, um, saying that she is a sorcerer and would prefer to be called Genova. 
So okay. he's like, sure, online names, whatever. Let's yeah. go for it. LARPing. And then she kind of like drops the bombshell where she's like, hey, do you believe in past lives? And Webmaster's like, yeah, I think I think I could believe in past lives. There's nothing really to like prevent me from believing in that. Sure. True. And Jen is like, I think you're the reincarnation of Zack from Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> and you need to be our Zack now. <laughs> oh, okay. We're missing some characters already, but sure. <laughs> and he was like, okay, it's like a little weird, but I need friends. It seems like they need friends. Um, and, you know, like, I'm fine with role playing, whatever. Sure, let's go for it. And they were talking online for a few months, and right around Christmas time in 2001, they asked him to come stay with them in Pennsylvania. So it's like, I don't, he didn't say exactly where he went to college, so I'm not sure, but his mother lived in Brooklyn, and these people lived in a town called State College. Okay. And from his college, it was like a $300 bus ride to Pennsylvania Yikes. in 2001. So like, yikes. Yeah. yeah. And he was really hesitant. He's like, I don't know. Like $300 is a lot of money. Like I'm a college student. Like what the fuck? But they were like, no, come down. We'll like house you. We'll feed you. It'll be great. Like it's fine. So he's like... Okay, sure. I'll come visit you for the weekend. And it was, you know, right at the start of Christmas break. So he packs up his, like, little rucksack. He has a pet rat. Whoa, okay. Yeah, just, like, hanging out. I'm just going to bring my pet rat. (laughs) He's like, well, I'm going to go to my my mom's house in Brooklyn, like, straight from my friend's house. So I'm going to bring my rat with me. (laughs) So he gets to Pennsylvania, and he meets Hojo at the bus stop. And this is the first time that he realizes that Hojo is actually a woman and not a dude because Hojo exclusively referred to himself, herself online as a man. This is my wife. I am Hojo. This is this. Yeah. And he was like, oh, okay, your name is actually Renee and you guys are lesbians, which is sick because, like, he was like, I'm a trans person, but I don't know that yeah. yet. Right? Um, it's, like, it's, like, December in Pennsylvania and Hojo comes and meets him at the bus stop wearing a fucking lab coat. <laughs> dedicated to the aesthetic. Yeah. Like, so dedicated. A lab coat and, like, oh my God. it's cold, man, and they have to walk back to the apartment and <laughs> Webmaster's like, all right, whatever, man. <laughs> weirdo so they get to the apartment hojo walks in the door and is immediately assaulted by jen like first 10 seconds of webmaster meeting jen she is screaming punching hojo like accusing him of something yeah and like is just like batshit crazy and then turns around to webmaster and is suddenly sweet as pudding oh god Oh, no. Like, 180 degrees in, like, a second. Oh, I don't like that. Okay. He was already taken aback, and he's like, I'm scared of this bitch. What the fuck was that? Yes. Yeah. That's scary as shit. And he does put a disclaimer at the beginning of his story. He's like, please keep in mind that I was a fucking idiot. So, 
Like, please don't blame me for what happened because I was an idiot. So, I mean, like, automatically that's a red flag. Um, the apartment that they live in is a two-bedroom. There's basically no furniture. There's trash everywhere. And everything is covered in glitter. <laughs> like, it's weird. Okay. And he was like, okay, they're just college kids. Like, college kids live like idiots. Like, it's fine. I was going to say, are they, like, are these people all around the same age? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know exactly how old they are, but I know Renee is still in school during this time, and Jen isn't. She's just there. So I don't know if she already graduated and is just, like, older or didn't go or whatever. Okay. But she doesn't go to school. Hojo does, and Webmaster does. All right. So (laughs) he's going for, like, three nights, right? And he starts hanging out with these people, and he's, like, having a pretty good time. Um, Jen seems kind of moody, kind of, like, in the need for to have attention, like, all the time. And Webmaster is a little hesitant, but is like, okay, I had friends in high school who would do this. So it's just kind of best to humor them, because if you just let them do what they want, they'll, like, calm down, whatever. Mm -hmm. And she had a habit of, like, screaming at her partner, obviously, and, um, like, throwing fits in, like, public places and things like that. Oh, boy. As an adult. It's pretty cool. And then Jen says, oh, I'm a soul bonder. Okay. And then Webmaster means, online, that's what people call batshit insane. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, okay. All right. I was gonna say, what the fuck? fuck is that so basically she thinks that she has other people living in her head um and she uses whatever personality she thinks fits the situation to change her personality to get sympathy or control the situation and basically changes who she is how she acts and how she talks because she thinks she's going to get her way in these different situations um, and she is fully aware of what she is doing. She okay, knows. I was gonna say, like, is she aware that she's, like, doing this? Yes. Like, okay, yes. okay. So right. she knows exactly what she's doing. Okay, that's where, that's where I lose a little bit of sympathy. Okay. Yeah, like, right. if you're like, oh, I have dissociative identity disorder is one thing. Yeah. But this is, no, this is, it's she different. is okay. willfully making this up. But she also fully believes that all these characters and stuff are in her head um one of the most common things that he talks about is when she is like getting in trouble she'll like you know shrink down and put on this really high-pitched voice and start talking like she's like a child to like try to like garner sympathy for herself yeah in like weird situations scary yeah oof so there's that yeah yeah so the next thing that happens is um, Webmaster has a fight with his mom over the phone. He, like, calls her and is like, hey, like, I'm checking in. I made it to Pennsylvania. Like, everything's fine. And for whatever reason, they start getting in an argument. And he ends up, like, breaking down and crying in front of Jen and Renee. And Jen is like... Hey, man, I get it. Like, my mom hates me, too. You know, Renee had to, like, come all the way to California to basically, like, rescue me and bring me to Pennsylvania because, like, 
you know, my mom just sucked so bad. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and he's like, all right, sick. So maybe I'll just stay here for an extra two days to, like, really stick it to my mom. You know, fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. So they kind of go about the next two days and he's all ready to go. And they, like, go to the bus station and... This is all, okay, this is all arranged by Jen. So he's, so she's like, okay, like your your buses, like, we'll just take like two days. You'll catch the five o'clock bus and like, we'll get to the station and it'll be fine. So they get to the bus station and his bus was actually like a four o'clock bus, not a five o'clock bus. And he missed the bus. So he has to stay an additional night on top of the two additional nights that he's already stayed there. Oof. And she was like, oh, my God, my that's my fault. What an honest mistake. Yeah, whatever. And he went home the next day, and it was like, okay. And he's like, overall, first weekend with these friends, like, they're a little weird, but, you know, they seem okay, and I've had a lot of fun with them despite, like, the awkward situations. So after that, after break, Webmaster goes back to school, and then starts to visit Jen frequently like every other weekend or something like that because Jen always insisted that there was another person that he needed to meet there was you know another character that like he would really get along with and that he needed to come and so he's spending $300 a bus ticket every single time he goes there yeah he's like put in these like really weird situations um and all this time people are calling him zach like they're like you're zach you're the (laughs) you're the manly man like you are (laughs) oh god like you are our zach emo and you carry a huge sword right right and in the game one of the other characters name is eris and she and zach have a relationship in the game Uh oh and they have a friend who they have decided is Eris in okay. real life. Yeah. And because Jen is psycho, she's like, oh my God, Zach and Eris, you guys are soulmates. You guys need to fucking sleep with each other. Like, that is great. Like, you guys gotta do it. So basically, oh God. She is trying to force these two people to sleep together. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Webmaster's like, hey, one, I'm asexual. Yeah. So there you go. Two, I'm not really interested in this person. Like, let's just play video games. And Jen gets pissed off and is like, okay, whatever. So once they're like settling down to sleep, Jen decides it is her duty to sleep with Eris instead as Zach. Okay. So the problem is, is that there's like one spare bed. So Webmaster and Eris are sharing that bed anyways, you know, because you're at a friend's house, whatever. Yeah. So Jen gets into the same bed and starts, like, making moves on Eris while Webmaster is lying right there. And it's, like, weird and it's gross and, you know, he's asexual, so he doesn't like that anyways. Yeah. And it just, like, made him, like, really, really uncomfortable. And the one thing... He says is like, how much of a hypocrite does Jen have to be? Because Jen claims that she is not a lesbian. She is straight. 
despite the fact being married to Renee. But it was okay because Renee was actually Hojo, a man. And now she's... But now she's also actively making out with another woman directly next to where he is sleeping. Who is also a woman in this LARPing world that they're yes. in. So that yes. doesn't even make a difference anymore. You well, can't even use that. Well, now it's fine because she's role-playing as a man. She's now role-playing as Zack. You can't just switch roles. So who's Zack now? Everyone is Zack, man. <laughs> you can just be Zack whenever you want? I guess so. I mean, like, I don't know. Oh my god. This oh, makes man. zero sense. Yes, it really fucking does. So, like, as he's visiting, like, that one event stands out in his mind. But then they introduce him to actual LARPing. Um, you know, they have staves and swords. They're, like, throwing magic at each, at each other. Um, but they, like, really believe it's real. And, yeah. like... Webmaster's like, I couldn't fucking take it seriously. Like, I tried my best, but, like, these guys were like, oh, my God, Zach, you can do magic, too. Look at you. And he was just like, <laughs> oh, no, I hate it so much. It makes me cringe in my soul. It's so cheesy. <laughs> yep. But these, like, specifically, Eris, Renee, and Jen really thought that they were shooting Shooting yeah. stuff at each other. And yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Sounds fun yeah. for them. All right. So the thing about Jen is she was all, always, like, over-the-top dramatic, yeah. obviously. She was also always sick, always broke, always starving, and she, like, would make other people buy food for her because she was broke and sick and starving and couldn't work. And she, like, babysat, like, occasionally, and that was her job. Okay. But she would make people buy what she wanted for dinner and not what anyone else wanted. And her preferred meal was steak and Gatorade. And... Ew! So... Is that, like, is that, like, what her character eats in the game? Like No, it, I, like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, so Webmaster was actually raised a vegetarian, um, because he cannot, ah. he cannot physically digest red meat. Yeah. You know, that's just a thing. And so the fact that Jen made steak for dinner every oh. single night. Jesus he was fucking Christ, like, man. He was either forced to eat that and get sick or starve. Man, what a bitch. Yeah. So like that, that always, that already sucks. So not only did she, like, manipulate him into buying, like, food for her, but would also, like... Yeah, I mean, this is abusive, like... Yes, right off the abusive. bat. Yep, yeah. yep. Um, make him buy, like, toys and crystals and oils and things that she liked to call shinies. So jewelry... Okay. You know, like, shit like that. Like, yeah. stupid bullshit stuff. Yeah. And... Their house was, like, filled with all of this basically junk, but they couldn't fucking afford to feed themselves. <laughs> and this is still happening while or Webmaster is living at school and visiting on the weekends. And he remembers this one time they went to, like, some sort of, like, it must have been at their college, um, where they have, like, music studios in the basement, like, soundproof rooms for oh. recording and stuff. Yeah. And 
Jen and Hojo locked him in there in the dark <sighs> because they thought it would help bring forward repressed memories of when he was Zack in his past life. Oh my fucking God. And they only let him out after he like started like freaking out, like mm-hmm. full on panic attack, blah, blah, blah. And like he went home that weekend and like didn't talk to them for like a little bit. But then yeah. was like, okay, whatever, I forgive them. Okay, interesting decision, but all right. So Hojo reached out to him sometime in the spring and was like, hey, there's a free concert right down the street from our house. It's Jimmy Eat World. Wow. Right? I know that your emo soul would love to see Jimmy Eat World. <laughs> yes, your emo soul. And he was like, you're goddamn right I will. Like, let me bring my, <laughs> let me bring my partner. She's really cool. Her Uh-oh. name is Zarla. Whoa, that's a cool name. It is a very cool name. That's a really cool name. And that's her real name, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> and they're like, you can stay with us. It's fine. Like, come see this concert. Like, it'll be great. Yeah. So when they get there, Jen is immediately, like, on Zarla to be like, who are you? Who is your past life? And, like, <sighs> ends up just calling her Vincent for the whole weekend, which is another fairly minor character <laughs> in Final Fantasy VII. Um, other other shenanigans that they get up to, um, Jen tries to force a past life regression session. So oh. he, So she makes Webmaster and Zarla, like, lay on the floor, they turn down the lights, they, like, light some incense, and they are playing... <laughs> Like, part of the soundtrack to um, Final Fantasy VII. Um, hang on. It's like, the name The name of the track is just so funny. Oh, God. Oh, God. I don't, I don't remember. And I can't find it. I don't know. But it was, like, something, like, really, like, bizarre. Oh, here we go. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Um, but they, like, go through the hypnosis and... Um, they're having like a really hard time taking it seriously and like of course um yeah and jen and hojo are like really pressuring them to be like oh like you are zach now like you can now speak as though you are him you are vincent now and you can speak as though you are him and they're just like lol no oh my god (laughs) um which is hilarious. Um, yeah. So then they, like, they go to the Jimmy Eat World concert, um, <laughs> and Jen and Hojo stay home because that's not really their scene. They don't like crowds. So Webmaster and Zarla go to this concert. It's, like, a little bit raining, so it's muddy, but they're, like, having a great time. They get covered in mud, whatever. They show back up to the apartment, and Jen just, like, is screaming at them. For, like, bringing dirt into her already disgusting apartment. And makes them stand in the bathtub while she, like, rinses them off, basically. Oh, my Um, God. Then they also try, like, a Ouija board session. No! Oh, my Jesus (laughs) fucking Christ. It's, like, everything packed into this one weekend. And um, Jen is, like, trying to, like hint that they all need to have sex and like it's very horny very horny yeah yeah definitely but you know they go back to school for the weekend and overall they're like all right that was 
weird, but I guess there are still not enough red flags for OP, and it's the end of the school year, and he agrees to move in with them. What the fuck, dude? I'm sorry. I know he admitted at the beginning that he was dumb, but, like, I was thinking from what you just told me that, like, his girlfriend was just gonna straight up be like, I'm done with you after that whole situation and just, like, leave, but nope. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> at, at some point between this and, like, the end of the story, they break up and aren't really talking, but I don't know if that was, like, before he moved in or, you know, during it or... Th- at some point, they do separate. Yeah, but it wasn't that. But it wasn't that. But it, wasn't, it. it wasn't that, you know? Okay, interesting. All right, that just sounds awful. <sighs> yeah, so he fucking moves in with them at the beginning of summer... Tw- I almost said 2020. 2002. <laughs> I just got to move the numbers around. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Thanks, <laughs> dyslexia. Perfect. Um, yes. Because the pro- like the prospect of like going home to spend the summer in Brooklyn with his mother, who fucking hates him for being trans anyways. He's uh, like, I would rather well, stay here. The lesser of two evils. God it fucking really, damn it. It really was. And <sighs> I like, I get it. And that like really sucks. Yeah. Um, But... <laughs> I don't know if you can guess, but it uh, only got worse. Of course. And it gets worse. It really does. So Webmaster's mother is still still trying to pull her strings and is like, you need to get a fucking job in three days or you're coming home. Um, So Webmaster doesn't have a car. You know, he's like 19 at this point, probably. Okay. 18, 19, 20, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. And is like pounding the streets of this like small Pennsylvania town looking for a fucking job for three days and finds like a really tiny like Asian grocery store to work at um, where he's basically like sweeping the floors. Okay. And he works for $6 an hour, which I, was, I believe was the minimum wage back then. Jesus. Which is not too much less than the current minimum wage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Yep. That's certainly only a dollar twenty-five difference. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. been eighteen years. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Thanks, America. You're doing awful. <laughs> um Yikes. So he moves in. Um, he like brings his computer, you know. This is the early two thousands, so he has like a tower and he has a giant monitor. And he brings like the little clothes he has and his rat and you know is expected to pay a third of the rent and pay for, like, his way, basically. Okay. But then, basically, as soon as Webmaster gets this job, Jen quits her job babysitting. And Hojo doesn't work at all because they're going to school. So suddenly, Webmaster is the sole earner in their house. Lovely. But because he's Zach... You know, he is the manly man and he's supposed to take care of these people. So it's his job to buy and carry all the groceries home from the store. He has to fix any furniture that breaks and move it around if they need it moved around. Um, And he was the only one making money at this point. Jesus fuck. But he is still only buying food that Jen wants to eat. (laughs) Um... 
So he's like already like starting to lose it a little bit. And then because it's 2002, internet isn't that great. And Jen is on her computer 24-7. So basically he has no opportunity to go online and use his own computer because there's not enough bandwidth. Oh. But when he was online and he was trying to talk to people, Jen would literally be like standing over his shoulders watching every single thing that he wrote down. If she didn't have a chance to um, watch him write, she would go on his blog the next day and like read through his entries. When his cell phone ran out of minutes, Jen like refused to give him permission to like use his own money to buy more minutes. So suddenly he was like cut off from his family, his oh, friends, no. because he couldn't make any calls. He couldn't yeah. get online to talk to anybody. He was constantly being watched, so he felt like he couldn't even like journal like honestly. And then the other thing that Jen would do is like while he was trying to like have casual conversations online, Jen would like write down the usernames of his friends and then go online later and like harass them and be like you can't talk to him anymore like what do you oh, think you're doing oh my fucking god <sighs> and then the other thing that they used to control him was they refused to give him a house key oh my god huge no huge no no so they were like tracking his movements all the time um he got locked out like frequently and yeah. like they both of them Jen and Hojo didn't give a shit like um and he like felt afraid of contacting the landlord because he wasn't on the lease and you know all these little things and so basically they were his world and they had other people that like came through the house they had Eris who would like come and hang out they had hang on let me go back a couple pages they had a guy named Sid who was another character from the game but for whatever reason, that's the only one that he still calls by his, like, character name, which is weird. Okay. But they're still friends. There was a girl named Anna. There was just, like, a weird, like, revolving door of people all in their little cult. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Yikes. <laughs> and then when he moved in, he realized how awful Jen and Renee- Renee's relationship was. Mm-hmm. So, like, we know, like, that the first time that he met Jen, she was obviously screaming and kicking and being really mean to Hojo for, like, basically no reason. But then it turns out that they do that all the fucking time. They yep. are screaming. They are slapping. They are pushing each other into walls and crying and whimpering and, like, Ugh. It's really, really bad, and they're both equally abusive to each other. But mm-hmm. then they have really loud makeup sex. Oh, man. And this God is a very it. small apartment. Yeah. And Webmaster feels like it's very inappropriate, and he's uncomfortable about it no matter what. And the fact that, like, it's like, abusive it's like bringing up like really bad like memories of his parents divorce and stuff um so he like basically just like tries to sleep all the time because he's like if i'm asleep i can't hear them fighting or fucking or whatever it is yeah but then the other thing is 
Jen wouldn't let him sleep. So she would come into his room at two or three in the morning and wake him up and be like, we have to go fight this magical disturbance that I sense. Or we have to go follow this fairy ring and see where it leads or whatever it was. And (laughs) he's just like not getting any sleep. He is still being, like, force-fed that diet of Gatorade and steak. He's, like, exhausted all the time. And so his job is already starting to cut his hours back. Because they're like, hey, like, you suck at your job. Like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm new in town. I can't just tell them that, like, oh, my roommate won't let me sleep. You know, because that's, like, weird. So Jen would, like, order him to, like, take leftover food from work like day old sushi and like bakery items and things like that which wasn't really supposed to happen but he had a manager that was like you look like shit kid so i feel bad so i guess you can take the day old stuff yeah and pretty much that's like the only reason he fucking like lived through this jesus so yeah because he couldn't afford to feed himself what he wanted after Feeding Jen. Fucking steak and gator. This is the other thing. He called it $10 steak. And I don't know if that's like a lot for a steak or little for a steak back then. I mean, like, he, she wanted $10 steak and Gatorade. And I was like, I guess it depends on how much she's eating. Yeah, I don't know, but they were. I mean, $10 a pound is like a lot, I guess, but it's not awful though. No. So, I don't know, but he was like, yeah, basically, he paid rent entirely for himself, and then he paid to feed Jen, and he was, like, getting his hours cut at work, and he had one friend, so Sid, the guy that I mentioned before, mm-hmm. he was, like, the one guy in the cult who had, who was, he was, like, one foot in reality, like, he, yeah. like, was friends with these people and played along with, the, with what they were doing, but he's, like, I'm gonna just stay over here. He still recognized that it was kind of fucked up. Yeah, so, like, he, uh, Sid ended up paying their rent for them one month. Ah. Uh. And he was always, like, to Webmaster, he was like, hey, if you ever need, like, help, let me know. If you ever need, like, a way out, let me know. Like, letting him know that he was there basically the whole time. Yeah. But, like, you know, Webmaster was brainwashed. And it had been some severe manipulation for, like, eight or nine months now. And he lived with them, and he was cut off with all contact with the outside world. And the first incident that made Webmaster see clarity was he and Hojo were out. I think he said he was buying Jen a present because they had made her mad. So they were picking something up for her, like a necklace or something. Okay. And they got a call from Jen, and she's pissed off for some reason, and she fucking, quote-unquote, tries to kill herself. So she basically fakes a suicide attempt. Um, So they rush home. They, like, get there. They, like, call their friends along the way, being like, hey, get there before us. Yeah. And they get there, and she has, like, Webmaster said she maybe took, like, a butter knife or... Something like that, and basically, like, scratched her wrists. Like, she wasn't bleeding. It was just, like, some raised lines. So that's why I say she faked a suicide attempt. Yeah. And for the first time, he was like, hey, this is really fucked up. 
but he like didn't know who he could trust. He didn't have any money. He didn't really have anywhere to go. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> his work was continuing to cut his hours because he's like getting weaker by the day and he's not doing his job very well. Their apartment is trashed all the time. No one ever takes out the the trash. No one, like, cleans. Jen and Hojo never shower. They never do their laundry. <sighs> so it smells. And he, Webmaster doesn't even have, like, the strength at the end of the day, basically, to, like, do anything at home. Yeah. Um, and then, because their apartment is so trashed... Jen is like, our apartment's haunted, it's cursed, or it's possessed, or something like that, and we need to move. We need to move to a different apartment. So for their, for whatever reason, their landlord lets them move into another apartment in the complex, but it's a one-bedroom. Oh, man! So not only does he not have, like, his own space anymore, he's, like, now hearing jen and renee's fighting and fucking from like right next to him and not only that it is the middle of the summer so it's like 90 plus degrees out and hojo's at school that day oh they did have one other person that they lived with briefly who i guess just like left at this point um okay but they don't talk about him much because they didn't like him for whatever reason um and that guy was supposed to help webmaster move and jen was there all day but she couldn't she like couldn't help move she couldn't help pack because you know she was pregnant with an astral baby (laughs) and didn't want to hurt the baby (laughs) an astral baby okay astral baby so okay (laughs) fucking webmaster packs up and moves their entire apartment by himself Uh And it takes him, like, five or six hours, and, like, while Jen is, like, woe is me, like, lying on the couch. Of course. And it's, like, really fucked up. (sighs) And so they're, like, settling into the new apartment, and they're, like, we gotta go shopping. We don't really have, like, things to fill this apartment. And so they go to Kmart, and Jen and Hojo start causing a scene in kmart over a set of towels like okay like like kitchen towels of course like ten dollar kitchen towels yeah because jen's like i really need these fucking towels and hojo's like you don't you don't need those towels like we don't have money like why do you think we need to spend like an obscene amount of money on these specific towels yeah so they're like causing a scene in a kmart (laughs) oh And that's, that's really when Webmaster was like, I got to get out. I cannot do this. This is abuse. Mm -hmm. But like any abused person, he's having a hard time letting go, feeling like he doesn't know what to do to get out. He just knows that he wants to get out. So they go to like secondhand bookstores a lot and he steals books from secondhand bookstores, (laughs) which is funny. But he ended up reading the book Ender's Game, which I have never read, but I I know. I think I read that. Yeah. It's about, like, if I I remember correctly, it's about, like, a preteen kid who's obscenely smart and he's put into these, like, 
trials or like games to like win a war or something like that. Yeah. Webmaster really feels like he relates to Ender. And he's like, I gotta fucking change my life. I gotta take control of my life because that's what Ender has to do. Mm-hmm. And like the abuse was like too much for him. They cut his hours down to work to one hour a week. So he's making $6 a week and spending all of his money on Jen and Hojo. And the last straw for him was he was at work. There was a serious thunderstorm. They lost power at work. So they sent everyone home. And because he like doesn't have a car or anything, he walks the 20 minutes home in the pouring rain. His um, shoes, his clothes soaked dirty jen makes him like take off his shoes outside and leave him outside and like you know makes him feel bad basically for being dirty and then he wakes up the next morning and someone stole his shoes and it was the only pair of shoes he owned of course it was right and now they were just gone and he was like i don't know what to fucking do man like i don't know what to do (laughs) so he Packed his, like, literally nothing. He packed, like, a single change of clothes. He had $5 in cash. He, like, stole, like, Hojo's username and password login for the campus library. Uh Uh-huh. And just left. And he was homeless for four days because he's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know who to trust. Like... He's like, I don't know what to do. So he's, like, online and finally, like, gets up the courage to talk to Sid. And Sid, this man, fucking no questions asked, drives into town, picks up Webmaster, takes him out to eat, buys him a meal, buys him a beer, like, and then, like, brings him home to his house. And he's like, you're safe here, man. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Sid's the boy. Yeah, Sid, right? Like, the next day they go back and they um, get the rat, who is not doing well either, because, like, how can he afford to feed his rat when he can't even afford to feed himself? Yep. Um, And, like, they're just, like, kind of chilling out. Webmaster is working up the courage to reach out to his father, who he has had a sporadic contact with. Um, he's not, like, the main caretaker of Webmaster. Um, like, he lives with his mother most of the year. Okay. But he's like, hey, like, dad, I need some help. So, like, within the hour, he, like, calls, like, his uncle and his dad, and they're like, we need an out. And they, like, buy him a plane ticket to Alabama, where his dad lives, And they're like, Sid, can you please drive our son to the airport? I'll pay you back for the money. Mm -hmm. And, like, he fucking gets on a plane to Alabama with a dollar pair of flip-flops and his rat and no money and fucking leaves the cult for good. Hell yeah! Yeah. So finally, he's out. He and his dad drive back up to Pennsylvania at one point to, like, get his computer, get, like... What, whatever else he has. He doesn't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, to pay Sid back for the plane ticket and the the ride to the airport and stuff. And 
Jen tries to reach out to him exactly once, and it's a really inflammatory email, and he just blocks her. And he's like, nope, I can't do this anymore. We're done. Perfect. We're done. Well done. So that's the end of his story. And so that happened in 2002, and it took him like four years, basically, to work up the courage to post his story online. Mm -hmm. And he posted it online on LiveJournal in like 2006. Yeah. And then at this point, other people saw his posts and start sending him their stories. And, you know, like what happened before and after him. And obviously Jen and Hojo find out. And, you know, they, like, make their own statements and put them up online, but then quickly delete them. And, yeah. So that's, like, when it really, like, blew up and became, and, like, came to the limelight. And he's basically, like, made it his mission to, like, make sure that no one gets involved in this cult anymore. Um, Woof. Yeah. And then um, Jen and Hojo end up splitting up at some point. Oh. And Hojo stays in Pennsylvania, and Jen supposedly moves to Arizona, then California, and is continuing her own cult with another one of the people named Angel. Um, And Hojo is, like, continuing her own little cult in Pennsylvania. Oh, no. So, (laughs) it's basically just, like, he's, like, now there's, like, a whole, like, disclosure document on his website that's like here are all his her known usernames like here's everything that she does and says and believes about herself like if you see anyone like this online like report them block them like make sure no one else this can never happen to anyone else yeah 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 that's basically it but i want to read you um jen released wrote and released a biography of herself and put it online of course she did right um i'm not gonna read the whole thing because it is probably super fucking long it's long (laughs) but here we go so she starts off being like i don't normally do this because it seems so weird and no one believes me when i talk about this stuff but here i am perfect Hi, my name is Jen, and I help rehabilitate vampires and assist in spiritual awakenings. Since when are vampires a thing in this story? Right? I also take care of metaphysical emergencies, and oh yeah, I do some exorcisms and banishings too. I'm quite versed in ancient ritual, and I often use my own blood to seal spells. God talks to me and tells me what's at the end of the world, but I'm not Christian. I'm married to Metatron, and oh yes, I'm the physical embodiment of the angel Uriel. In past lives, I have been Integra Van Helsing, Sephiroth, Delandu Albatu, amongst others. I've seen many therapists, but they all keep telling me I'm okay. Mmm, I, no, Mm -hmm. that's a lie. Okay, we're gonna go down. Um... I sword fight and sing and play the harp and get into fights with real life... Real life is Iscariots, and I have three people on this earth that I would lay down and die for. Oh, wait. I have three people on this earth that would lay down and die for me. Oh, okay. That sounds, that's a little different. That's, that sounds more accurate. I was like, that last part is probably the most sane of mm-hmm. all of this. But okay. Yeah. Yep. You. Yep. Okay. But, that's um, fixed now. They're <laughs> angels, too. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm a horrible bitch, and I'm feared in several <laughs> yes. parts of the galaxy and in Vatican City. <laughs> Why specifically in Vatican? Dude. Okay. This is just so much random so crap. Um, she claims that she is trained with the sword, staff, longbow, crossbow, throwing daggers, and most deadly of all, the towel. She plays the harp, the piano, the pipe organ, several woodwinds, and she's learning bodran, violin. She sings, does Celtic modern ritual and sword dancing, and training to do the and training to be the next soprano sorceress. I don't know what that is, but she is the new head sorceress of the world. Okay. Famous people I'm related to. Oh boy. Oh god. Finn McCool, Morgan Le Fay, Bram Stroker. I don't know. I have been asked if I was Jennifer Lopez, and I am known Mm -hmm. at Disneyland as Indie Annie Jen, the girls who gives temple tours for free because quote unquote tourists are always getting lost. I can't go to Hollywood because I get chased by people who think I'm famous. Okay. These aren't things that happen, but okay. <laughs> yes. I have no father and my mother isn't well, human. Oh, p- <laughs> Jesus. My crazy uncle Michael works for MI5 and my best guy friend was created in a super, super secret laboratory in Glendale, California and born in the same hospital as I was in Pasadena, which leads us to both believe that we might be part of the same project. This is way too much information. Like, what? <laughs> Oh, yes. No, it gets better. It gets okay, better. Michael. My husband, by the way, well, besides being Metatron, is also a no-life yeah. king. Not Nosferatu, but Ekthros, and a mad scientist, Hojo, and an emperor, and also a priest. Also, another confession. I'm Enrico Maxwell. Well, pff, what the- <laughs> That's right. I'm a twitching, bishunin jerk of a priest. Now, little boy, do you want to confess to me? Ew. Ew. And then she, like. (sighs) Hold on, my cats are beating each other. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Stop that. And then at the end, she's like, oh, Rip Van Winkle, a.k.a. Riven Millennium, a.k.a. Ravenna Josephine. She's my dissociative sex drive. If you want to flirt with me, message her, because sex to me, is unnecessary and useful only for breeding purposes. Unless you catch me on the right day and you're an Iscariot. (laughs) And then, well, a little demon talk, some red wine, and you can probably sack me. Oh, Jesus Christ, this is a mess. (laughs) This is coming from the woman who would actively have violent sex and throwing hands with her fucking like wife yeah 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 next to people and there's other people who um fuck i did not mean to close that tab there's like other people that sent their stories in there was another person who um specifically um lived with them after after webmaster did and Basically, it was, like, the same thing, you know? Yeah. But that was when Jen and Hojo broke up, so it was loud sex between Jen and Angel, her new girlfriend. Um, Yeah, right? (laughs) Um, And Angel, the nickname, was given after the main character of the show, or from Buffy, I guess, Angel. I don't know if you've ever seen that show. Mm -hmm. I haven't. I just know that there's a character named Angel. 
And that's okay. who she was named after. Okay, interesting. Uh, yeah. So many random yeah. characters. So there's a lot of random characters, and it's it's a fucking lot. Yeah. And if you ever find yourself on a forum with a girl who claims that she is the reincarnation of Genova or any of these people, <laughs> block her. Um, yeah. No one knows if she's active or anything. I couldn't find anything past 2006. And her last known location was Arizona. But that's, like, her thing. She, like, tries to meet people online and then manipulate them into sending her money or mm-hmm. moving in with her. There was another um, experience that someone else had emailed Webmaster and been like, hey, she tried to get me and my roommate to move in with her. And it was, like, really weird and really pressured. And, like, we, like, missed it by, like, that much, you know? Like, we could have been you. And we decided not to. And it's, like, really scary how many people, like, she got involved with her cult and got wrapped up in her fucked up beliefs and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's, like... It's really, really a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. And it's all awful. It's all awful. Like, I feel so bad for this person. Like, he he was just a poor, like, college kid who fucking wanted some friends. Yeah. And just got wrapped up in this horribly abusive cult. And it's, like, really sick. And it's really sad. Mm -hmm. Um. But if you or any of our listeners want to go through and read the whole thing, you can Google a public warning FF7 fandom. It's on demonsushi.com. And it is just like a very plain website, but it has um, basically the links to his experience. Um, Zarla wrote something up for the website. Okay, cool. Um, a couple other cult members wrote something up for this. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. There was this one other girl that lived with them. And fucking they, like, beat her unconscious one time. Yeah. So these are just, like, straight up abusers. Like, emotional and physical. Yeah. Yes, this is really yes, bad. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, they rope someone in. They have them for a year, a couple years. They drain them. They took, like... $15,000 from this girl, mm-hmm. who, the one that they, like, beat up, and, like, it just got worse over the years, but they are, like, awful, awful, horribly abusive people. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. That is the Final Fantasy VII house. Jesus or the Final Fantasy Christ. house. Ugh. And it is fucked up. Also, you can read, like, Webmaster's, like, journal entries from the time. Mm-hmm. and it's really, really sad. He's like, I'm so alone. Like, I don't have anyone to talk to. He literally, like, programmed an AI on his computer just so he could, like, have someone to talk to. Oh, my and, God. Um, that's really sad. It's yeah, really super sad. sad. <sighs> yep. So, and then, yeah, but then at the bottom, he also, like, links to, like, how to recover from emotional abuse, how to leave a cult, um, you know, uh, lifestyles of the magical and animated, why, what the hell people like Jen think they are. Okay. Um, so, like, 
Yeah. <laughs> like, if you can't wrap your head around that, like, there's a link for that, and I can get that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So. Jesus. That's that. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my man. God. <sighs> and that is our first cult. Cults are heavy shit, man. Yeah. And yeah. I am glad that I finally got to, like, sit down and do this, but I, like, read through his whole website one day and then like had to take like basically the entire next day and that night to like process it Mm -hmm. before I could do my notes. (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, Oh yeah. There's a, there's a show. I can't remember what network it is, but there's a show that I think it's on Hulu for a service, but um, Colts and Extreme Belief and um, A&E puts that on. I watched that the other day. Yeah. Yeah. That's what inspired this. Yes. Dude, it's, it's really good. It's very, very well done, in my opinion. Um, but every single time that I watch, I have to watch one episode at a time yep. because it really is just so much to process. And like, as people who are not super, super into true crime, it's the closest thing to true crime, as we're pro- probably going to get on this show. Like, Probably, yeah. Yeah, because that's what it is. Like, this is like really just awful stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it yeah. is. Yeah. It is weird. I... Ooh, yeah, I basically watched that whole series, and I watched, like, the first four episodes, like, back to back to back, and then mm-hmm. I watched the one about um, the 12 tribes, Yes, which, which for us is a local cult. Yes, I definitely would like to cover that. And then I, like, had to stop watching, and then I went mm-hmm. back and I watched one about uh, the Sanctuary Church, and they're all, oh, like, yeah. all about guns and stuff. And, yes. like, I, like, I turned it off halfway through, and I was like, Nick, I'm sorry, but this is, like, too real right now. That one was, that one was, like, the most frustrating to me, I think. Bonkers. Yeah. Fucking bonkers. Yeah. Absolute <laughs> insanity. Woo! Jesus. All right. Yeah. All right. Woo! That was great. So, sorry if that was a lot of information. I know it's a lot to process. Um, no, that was, oh my god. It was a lot of information, but it, I was like... I'm definitely, we'll, we'll post, I'll post the link to that website when, okay. um, yeah. when we post our episode notes and stuff. Because I think if you, like, are interested in it, it's kind of worth it to go through and, like, read exactly what everyone has to say and... There are a lot of players in it, and there's a lot of people that got involved in it. Yeah, you said, like, 100, right? You like, said 100 like, online people and, like, 20 people, like... Directly. Up to 20 people, like, directly. Yeah. But that's just, like, a guess. We don't know because no one knows what Jen and Hojo have been up to since, like, 2006. That's true. Yeah. So they yeah. probably didn't get help in that time and so who knows what they're up to now like 15 years later and how many more people they've fucked over and affected um yeah absolutely so heavy shit thank heavy you for shit. listening <laughs> oh, all right i'm gonna go pee real quick okay and then, uh and then uh we'll talk weed stuffs yay i'm gonna smoke weed stuffs <laughs> <laughs> let's do it We are stoked to tell you about our first sponsor, Anchor. If you're like us and you want to start a podcast but have no idea where to start, listen up. So when we first decided to start a podcast, we were looking for a way to put your brain on weird out to the most people 
um, without having to do the most work. We are so happy that we found Anchor because they distribute our show to apps like Spotify and Apple Podcasts for us. This means that our listeners can find us wherever they already listen without having to download anything new. Once you're ready to get going, just create an account and start recording. They have the tools you need to record and edit your podcast. You can even edit on the go from your phone. Anchor has everything you could possibly want, including free transition sounds and photos that you can use to build your show. Not only that, but you can start making money as soon as you release your first episode. The best part is that all of this is free. So if you want to make a podcast, go to anchor.fm and get started today. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. By supporting them, you're supporting podcasts like us, too. Oof. Okay. It's time for Medication with me. Medication. This edition is brought to you by CBD. Oh, yay. I knew that your thing was going to have, or that your uh, story was going to be a lot. So this one is like a little bit basic, but we haven't really touched on this yet. So I wanted to talk about um, the benefits of CBD specifically. One of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this is because my dad is currently recovering from a couple surgeries and CBD has really been helping him through the pain, especially like even before he got his surgery done, um, he was like struggling with a lot of like pain when he walked and we were on a trip where we were doing a lot of walking and we walked past a store that sold CBD. So we stopped in and talked to some of the salespeople and they recommended that my dad take like a daily dose. And ever since he started doing that, I mean, even that day, like we, he took a little bit while we were at the shop and then we were walking around after that. Um, and we went and had dinner and stuff. And he said like specifically that like his hip felt way better. He like was just in like way less pain. Um, and it was like pretty much immediate. So it's like, like really close to my heart, honestly, at this point, because I never thought that like, I've never tried to convince my dad to smoke weed. Like, that's just not something that I've ever considered. And, like, you know my dad. Like, I, that's just not something that, you know, I'm going to really try to do. I've considered bringing it up, but I'm not going to, like, offer it to him, really. I'll wait until he asks. So I didn't really ever think he would, like, be open to using CBD, to be honest. But the thing with CBD is that um, we know this, but and we've talked about this a little bit, but it's not the same as THC. It's not psychoactive. So CBD does, doesn't get you high. Um, if anything, it's going to make you like a little sleepy, mm-hmm. um, but that's just like the anxiety relief part of it. So here's what you need to know about the six medical uses of CBD. <clears throat> the first one is anxiety relief, um, and this is big for a lot of people. So researchers think that it affects the way your brain's receptors respond to serotonin. So there was a study that was done that found that a 600 milligram dose of CBD helped people with social anxiety give a speech, which I guess now that's something I need to consider because like I am a person that struggles with social anxiety and I've never considered CBD for that. So I learned something. (laughs) Wow. So yeah, so anxiety relief is like a huge part of that. It reduces stress. It decreases the physiological effects of anxiety, such as increased heart rate and like the shakes, if that's something that you struggle with. Um, It does improve symptoms of PTSD and it induces sleep in cases of insomnia. So if you struggle with anxiety, uh, 
this might be good for you. Hell yeah. Me. Yes. <laughs> I literally, I literally have never really tried taking CBD. Me I've, I've had gummies, I think maybe once or twice, but I've never really considered it as like a daily thing. So other uses. Um, the second one, and this is big for a lot, a lot, a lot of people, is anti-seizure. Wow, really? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I've seen a lot of, like, videos and, you know, people writing about how CBD has helped, you know, their their children and stuff like that who have seizures. Um, it even helps pets. And um, it's a possible treatment for epilepsy. Wow, very cool. So while, while the research is still pretty new, um, there are a lot of people who have had really great success with using C- CBD for seizure disorders. Um, and the American Ep- Epilepsy Society says that they, you know, are support it. So su- yeah, are supporting research. Hell yeah! And a study from 2016 worked with 214 people with epilepsy. The study participants added oral doses of two to five milligrams of CBD per day to their existing anti-epilepsy medication. The study's researchers monitored the participants for 12 weeks, recording e- any negative side effects and checking on the frequency of their seizures. Overall, participants had 36.5% of fewer seizures per month. However, wow. <laughs> severe adverse effects were, were recorded in 12% of their participants. So I don't know what those adverse, adverse effects were, but so that's something to consider. Interesting. I do know someone in real life who um, started smoking weed because of her seizures and they like pretty much went away once she yeah. like, got into it. Um, so that's like really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really good for that. Uh, the third one is it's neuroprotective. So it's beneficial for people with Alzheimer's, multiple scler- multiple sclerosis or MS and mm-hmm. Parkinson's, and it um, helps prevent strokes. So basically, it like reduces the amount of symptoms that you get from okay. like yeah. Um, that's another one that there's still a lot of research that needs to be done, but. The fourth one is pain relief. So this is like where it really affected my dad. Um, It helps with arthritis, chronic pain, MS pain, muscle pain, and spinal cord injuries. There is a medication called Sativex or Nabiximols, which is a multiple sclerosis drug made with a combination of THC and CBD. Oh, no, TCH and CBD. Sorry, I don't know what the TCH stands for. Um, But it's approved in the United Kingdom and Canada to treat MS. Interesting. So, yeah. This is another one that still needs more research. Almost all of these things, like, this is something to keep in mind. Almost all of these things are very minimally researched. And the reason why is because marijuana legalization. Correct. I get it. Yes. (laughs) Talk about this every time. (laughs) Uh, this one was actually a shock to me. It's really good for anti-acne. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Um, it says that it using CBD oil prevents activity in seb- sebaceous glands, and those glands are responsible for producing sebum, gross, a natural oily substance that hydrates the skin, which leads to acne. So maybe I start need to start taking CBD. I'm actually, yeah, after, like, reading all this, I'm, like, really considering it. I got anxiety. I got chronic pain. I have I got acne. <laughs> yep. Yup. Um, so if you go to a dermatologist, it might be, you know, a good option to consider, you know, asking them if they think that would be good for you. Uh, yeah. 
Another one is cancer treatment. The National Cancer Institute says that CBD may help alleviate cancer symptoms and cancer treatment side effects. So CBD has the effect of reducing the ability of some types of tumor cells to reproduce. Interesting. Um, And that is promising for cancer treatment. So yeah, another thing that, you know, needs more research. Still in early stages. Uh, So yeah, a couple more things uh, that I want to talk about is how to use CBD oil. There's a whole lot of different forms that it comes in. You can get like oils, you can get um, creams, gels. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different forms. You can even like, you can even get like hemp flower that has CBD that is like pretty much just like weed without the THC, I guess. Mm -hmm. That's so, it's so strange to me. Maybe that'll be the thing that I try. (laughs) (laughs) just for fun um it has not been approved by the u.s food and drug administration for any medical uses and it can have side effects um i would not recommend getting your cbd from a gas station um i would recommend that if you are going to buy cbd you do some research on the brand that you are purchasing from make sure that they are a sustainable brand ideally and you know just look into the brands before you buy them. This is like technically a kind of medication. So it does have some risks for certain users. Um, some of them include depression, dizziness, hallucinations, low, bre- low blood pressure, and withdrawal symptoms such as, in- such as irritability and insomnia. So just be careful. If you're going to try it, maybe start with a low dose and kind of work your way up. Um, it's not legal everywhere in the United States, but in some states it's legal for medical use and you can get it at like gas stations. Woo. But it's also approved. It's also important to know that the FDA has not approved CBD for any medical conditions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, research, research it before you buy. If you want to talk to your physician about it before you try it, that's also a good idea. If you are a regular like THC user, you will probably be okay, but it's probably good to check. <laughs> okay. So yeah. Thank you. That was That's great. CBD. CBD 101. <sighs> Love it. We used yes. to sell a lot of uh, CBD products at the adult shop that I worked at. We, mm-hmm. would sell, we sold uh, tinctures. We sold um, infused lubricants. We Ooh, had uh, CBD bath bombs, massage oils. Ooh. Um, yeah, I think that was it. But we had this one person who fucking swore by the massage oil. Yeah. Like, yeah, they were like, yes, this is the best thing that I've ever put on my body. It, like, helps so much. So, yeah. I assume it has some merit. I actually, I have, um, I have some, like, some cannabis salve that I got from a friend a while back that's, like, it's, um, I don't know, it. It doesn't, like, say that it's CBD, but I'm assuming that it is. And I use that for, like, when I get really bad cramps, and that works, like, immediately. If I get, like, a headache, sometimes I'll just, like, put it on the spots where I have a headache, and it'll, like, immediately go away. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. I definitely highly recommend it. I guess I've never, I've just never used it internally. I've only used it externally. Yeah. Yeah, same. Because I have, I also have um, a salve that my friend made me and I do use it like on like muscles, muscle cramps. And like if my hip is really hurting, my shoulder's really hurting, I'll put it on there and it like definitely helps. It definitely helps. It's almost immediate too. Yeah. At least Um, stuff that I use. It's like comparable to putting like, 
Tiger Bomb. I don't know if you've ever used that. I've never used that, no. I, like, don't know exactly what it is. I think it's Tiger Bomb. Oh. But, um, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, it's usually mixed with, like, peppermint or something, so it kind of, like, gets the tingles, but it's supposed to, oh. like, relax your muscles and, like, do that. But it, like, does basically the same thing. Nice. Um, so, cannot Sick. recommend enough. We will look into maybe taking it internally. Yeah, we'll I definitely, I definitely want to. I was actually poking around online the other day, so. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> <sighs> wow. That was great. Yeah, that was awesome. Another good one. Yes. So, Another good one. Uh, thank you for listening. Yeah. You can find us on Twitter at weird underscore pod. Uh, that's the thing that we're on the most. We will respond to literally everything on there almost immediately. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are also on Facebook. You can just, you can find us at facebook.com slash your brain on weird. If you could like us there, we'd appreciate it. You, you can also use their rating system uh if you want to rate us there that also really helps we are also on instagram at ybow podcast where we still have some stuff um resources up for black lives matter places that you can donate and we try to update that every once in a while although i will admit we've kind of been slacking um that's fine i forgot to post about our episode (laughs) last week at all so it's been a rough couple of weeks sorry guys uh, we're trying (laughs) We're trying. It's just the two of us. <laughs> we um, don't have a Jeremy yet. No, oh God, we need to get a Jeremy. Need to get a Jeremy. One of the one of these days. One of these days. One of these days. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can follow us on Instagram, and we also have a Patreon. Um, like we said at the beginning of the show, if that's something that you're interested in, you can donate to help the show, and in exchange, you get our episodes a little bit earlier. Um, we also have some bonus content up there, some parts that we've cut out of previous episodes that, you know, were just a little bit too long. Um, so that's on there, and a lot of that is really cool. Mm-hmm. Am I forgetting anything? Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can rate us on Apple Podcasts, and that really helps. Um, we already have some really nice reviews on there, and we love getting people's feedback. So, yeah. Yeah. You can also email us. At your brain on weird. Yeah. At gmail.com. Yeah. Send us your stories. We want to hear if you've ever had a weird dream or a weird experience <sighs> or a paranormal encounter. Are you an ex-cult member? Let us know, please. If you are an ex-cult member or if you know somebody who is an ex-cult member, we definitely want to hear from you. And you can send those to our email or you can just DM us. Whatever yes. you want. It all works. Yeah. So I think that's it. That is it. All right. Well... I'm Sam. I'm Jess. And this has been Your Brain on Weird. Bye. Bye.